Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and you are listening to Bigger Than Me. Amen. <laughs> I don't know. Happy if... Cinco de Mayo. Que bueno. <laughs> Buenos dias. <laughs> oh, yeah, Buen dia. So we're here in Seattle, and it really is a beautiful day Gorgeous. here in Seattle. Sunny, we're on the fifth floor of the T-Mobile building in the Hubbard Studios, and wow, what a beautiful place to live. <laughs> this is one of those moments where if you've been watching our show, whether it's this, it's bigger than me, or my prior show, we talk about reflecting on nature. So if we just look out this window, wow, what a beautiful day. It is. It is. Gorgeous. It reminds me why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So today is single day Mayo. But really, today can be the first day of the rest of your life. Let's think about it that way. Do you remember in our last show, we talked about three different books. It was The Secret to the Secret, but we also brought some information in from The Seven Habits. It's highly effective. And, and you and I talked about The Seven Habits just mm-hmm. a little bit. You kind of got a little, uh, I'm not going to say emotional, but you, you definitely, I think you felt connected when he challenges us to say, imagine your funeral. And what do you want people to say about you? Yeah. That's really what today's show and the next two shows are going to be about. You know, I bring Oprah with me. She's my spirit, mm-hmm. not spirit animal, but I'll say she's my spirit, spirit. <laughs> right. I love her spirit, right? She brings a, a level of um, energy, uh, honor, her most recent book is around finding your path. Mm-hmm. And I think she's been really important in me finding my path. One of the things she talks about is how we have to tell our story. Mm-hmm. And so It's Bigger Than Me is my second radio show on Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll introduce myself now. I am Tracy Harrell. I am an author. Yay! Book one is done. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, I'll become. I'm an author. My first book um, is called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And I've been part of the Hubbard Radio family for the last 22 months. And Mike, who's our producer, our engineer, has been with me the whole time. And he knows that we started the very first show as a forcing function for me to write the book. I was just being intentional. I had all this great information You know, I've worked 25 years in corporate America, eight years at IBM. I've lived around the world in New York and North Carolina, Mexico City, Rio, Brazil. I worked 14 years at Disney in my hometown in Florida. And I've moved to the Pacific Northwest uh, to work for Microsoft uh, five years ago. And so I worked for Microsoft for five years. And throughout that entire time, I've always been personally moved by the service that I do in the community. And I'm also president of the Seattle chapter of the National Black MBA Association. And I'd like to introduce my guest today, one of my guests. I have two guests. One is live in the studio for the first half, or our first segment. And then we have uh, Dr. Jerry Bird-Tart joining us, yeah. who helped with my first book yeah. um, for the second half of the show. So today I would like to welcome, again, Miss Martha Lucas. <laughs> um, we st- you said you're my Pacific Northwest, Northwest. whisperer. 
if Oprah is my godmother and I'm <laughs> I'm inspired by her spirit, you know how every every cruise ship has a mm-hmm. you know, so she she's she's my um, I'm aligned with her spiritually. Mm-hmm. I think our journeys uh, are are similar in that we want to tell mm-hmm. the story of others. Yes, and we want to help others. And I think for me. Being on a path where I know this is what I was meant to do, it feels amazing. And she talks about that. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really important is for um, you to talk about kind of what you said that this this work that I'm doing, how it's impacted you. You said it's kind of gotten you a little bit more focused on potentially your mm-hmm. path and what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You want to do a quick intro about who you are and, and, and maybe the greatest learning that you've had in the first mm-hmm. few shows that you've joined me on? Yes. Thank you, Tracy. Um, Thank you. So, so uh, my name is Martha Lucas, and I am a native to Seattle. Uh, double husky, bulldog for life, all of that. People and- don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm from Florida, so when she said husky, I'm like, tell me more. Um, so, yeah, so I graduated um, with my bachelor's and master's from the University of Washington, and um, I went to Garfield High School. You know, we'll claim it for life. Um, but, uh, so in terms of my day life, I'm actually an insurance broker. I do full service, you know, personal lines, commercial, as well as life and Medicare. Plug um, your, well, where do you work? So quick I, plug. My, a quick plug. Yeah. <laughs> I work for, um, actually two brokers, but, um, so world financial group is the life and the health and okay. disability. And then, um, in terms of for the Medicare insurance plans, I actually work with, um, a tech will office called Seattle insurance group. So, um, community the, service, you're, you're, you're actually part of yes. my board now for the mm-hmm. National Black MBA Association. Yes. And, and talk a little bit about the work we're doing and why mm-hmm. it's important. It's really important. So when, when I uh, first encountered, I call her the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> that <laughs> Tracy Morell, yes, that is you. Um, it, was, it was so good to see someone um similar doing you know very invested in the community wanting a transformation wanting us to go a little bit more back to the whole idea of you know um it takes a village to raise a child or to take care of your uh peoples (laughs) in this case to raise expectations and to raise expectations so you're relatively new to the national black mba association and the reason i'm talking about that organization they are the sponsoring organization for the first four months of this new show called It's Bigger Than Me. Mm. Part of the work we're doing, it's so community-oriented. Oriented. Mm-hmm. The, the mission of the national organization for the National Black MBA Association is primarily economic and intellectual empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like That's what we do. There's 40 chapters. Um, about 30 of the 40 chapters have this mentoring program, a signature program that's trademarked called Leaders of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing here in Seattle, we're bringing that Le- Leaders of Tomorrow program to Seattle. Um, but we're calling it, we're building these Leaders of Tomorrow through community leadership today. Right. And that's really this adaptive leadership work. You don't have to know what adaptive leadership means, but mm-hmm. the concept of really understanding a systems approach so if you're trying to change a child's life, you don't want to just pluck them out of their situation and, and hope to influence them without also, we can now have the power to influence their parents, to help mm-hmm. train their parents, to connect with the schools, to connect even broader in the community. We, we live in King County, mm-hmm. which was named after Martin Luther King. Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. Martin Luther King. Exactly, which to me is super exciting. And I know mm-hmm. that there, there's a healthy level of skepticism mm-hmm. in this county mm-hmm. still around um, 
I guess, governmental entities being willing and wanting to truly change things. But what we've encountered and what I've encountered, um, my last day at Microsoft, by the way, was December 4th. Mm, And I like to say it was the happiest day of my life, not because I didn't love working for Microsoft. It was an amazing company, some wonderful people. But when you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do, when you know you're aligned and you're able Mm -hmm. to actually change things, to actually change the status quo, to help generations to come, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. There's a level of joy and abundance that I can't even describe. And so one of the reasons we talk about books like The Secret and we were today we're going to be talking about The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success by Deepak is because and Oprah's newest book, you know, around finding your path. Right. And she you know, this book is a compilation of her own magazine, which really is about living your best life. And so this show is, again, about living your best life. Um, And so the reason we've done that work is because we know how important it is and we know that. We can get there. It's like we have the answer. But with the community initiative, we want to also emphasize it's about, because that was the thing I think we connected really strongly on, is the idea that instead of reinventing the wheel, leveraging the resources. And I know that's part of the adaptive leadership model. It is. But it's really important that in order to really do what's best for the child all the way to the elderly, you have to support those around and um, access the people and the resources that are around them to make sure that they're getting what they need. Exactly right. And thank you. Thank you for saying that. And so building building leaders of tomorrow through community leadership today, we are a nonprofit organization. Um, She's going to talk a little bit later about this Mm -hmm. Give Big Give Big campaign. But really what we're doing today, it's not a sale in any way. We're bringing information. We're going to help you, anyone who's listening to this show, if you have any dreams, mm-hmm. any desires, any goals, we're going to provide you with information to help you live your best life, to provide you with the secret to the secret. And honestly, Deepak's book, The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success, is absolutely my favorite book in the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, I read this book, I think I just discovered it like 10 years ago, um, and I listened to it on Audible, you know, at least 50 times. Um, and it wasn't until this year, honestly, that I brought all seven laws into practice Mm -hmm. and law one was the hardest for me Mm -hmm. so I was pretty good at two three four five six and seven and and I think we talked about this I was born saw that doing two three four five six and seven after reading it I saw immediately how you are walking living breathing and doing laws six I mean two through seven (laughs) when you said that I kind of got excited (laughs) but it's a it's it's a compliment it's made as a compliment I really so 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 oftentimes I'll say things like, I've disconnected from the outcome. Yes. And for anyone who knows me, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a personality. Oh, I, I have, you're going to say two, uh, type I, A? Type <laughs> yeah, A. You have a bit of type A, yes. Ty- type <laughs> A personality. I have, I have two master's levels degrees, so I think I'm intelligent. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty smart. I think I always believe that it's never what you know I think. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Say that. People who know me, like I always think, I'm yeah. always going to have an answer. You're going to, yes. Like I'm I always going to have two or three options. Yeah, be- <laughs> and I always want to hear from other people. Like I actually, mm-hmm. I honestly believe that it is a, the best answer is, is coming true. from all of us. Like right. everyone has a little piece of the answer. And so right. that's the life that I've lived my entire life. Mm-hmm. I think um, the biggest thing that I loved about this book is to your point, when I read it, I thought, wow, Two, three, four, five, six, and seven. That's kind of what I do. Um, I didn't, um, I think it's law number 
the the detaching from the outcome. Mm-hmm. That's law number six. Mm-hmm. I think that particular one, in the order of the way that I was able to truly internalize, was the second to the last one that mm-hmm. I fully internalized. And so what's exciting about this and what's exciting about today is we're going to talk about the seven laws of spiritual success, which we're going to build upon, if you've watched our last couple of shows, um, The Secret. And But I have to say one thing. Yes, please. It wasn't until, sorry, I had to brush up on the seven habits of highly effective people. But another thing I would like to say, Tracy, yes. that I really saw in you yes. um, and made me feel like we were on the same kind of journey or path mm-hmm. in, in is the idea of habit four, mm-hmm. think win-win. Oh, and yeah, yeah, totally. Habit five, seek to understand. Seek first. Seek first to understand, then be understood. Not a lot of people are there yet, right? Like, they want you to know them. They yeah. want you to know what they want, what their needs, what their desire. Right. right. But you really do, even though you, you have lots of options and <laughs> answers, you will definitely always turn to somebody that you're, you know, conversing with, um, partner, you know, individual, doesn't matter, and seek first to understand. Like I honestly, I you really do. do I, I don't know if I always do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not always, but but often. I, I, mean, I think, often t- I think time is probably yeah. probably the thing that, that, that might change the level of engagement. Mm-hmm. So right. the one thing we've done with this initiative is we're actually giving ourselves some time, mm-hmm. right? We have, I was going to say the answer. We have some pretty serious solutions that can be applied to a number of different initiatives. Um, and, and instead of just pushing it into the community, we're spending the next April, May, June, July, four, five months Mm -hmm. actually connecting with the community, Mm -hmm. sharing sharing what we're doing. We got some videos that we're going to be posting online. We hosted an amazing community forum, Mm -hmm. and we're going to continue to to do that because I do want to understand and make sure we're aligned on the needs of this community. Now, we're doing a bi-coastal experience. So I have a group of individuals in Florida, which is why Dr. Tart's presence is so important. But there's a lot of best practices that are happening around the country. And so part of what we're doing is bringing a number of best practices, things that are happening today to say, how do we elevate our community to the next level? Mm -hmm. And part of that really is around National Black MBA's mission around intellectual and economic empowerment. So I will stop there. And let's talk a little bit about um, book number one. Again, it's called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And my very first show for um, Our Journey, Our Dreams, we actually talked about the secret. And I'm super excited to have book number one done because it is non-controversial, right? There's everything in that book is really foundational for living your best life. It's foundational for thinking differently. In this book, he talks about a paradigm shift. It's really foundational um, where, again, I don't think any everyone's going to learn something from it, right? I bring in a lot of stories, and I think, you know, storytelling is, is something that we've done, you know, historically, um, you know, throughout time. And I think that's one of, the, one of the best <laughs> ways to really communicate, mm-hmm. right? Um, you, know, you know, if one man mm-hmm. can achieve a goal, so can another. And I think that's what our journey, our dreams the art and science of being aware and getting there does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bigger than me is book number two. And it's bigger than me, I, I have to admit, is a bit more of a call to action. 
So I, but but in addition to being a call to action from a community perspective and from a um, spiritual perspective, and again, you don't have to believe in in, in uh, you know divine intervention in order to to um, gain insights. But what you do need to do is be open to learning. And so the secret to the secret, we we had a show on this 22 months ago. Um, I think we've gotten even more insightful now because what I'm doing is with it's bigger than me is we're bringing in other books. I think I've read, I I, I like to say I read about a thousand books. I started counting um, a few years ago and I was like, that's interesting. Um, About a hundred books I've read numerous times or listened to numerous times. And so in my books, I'm actually synthesizing those core elements from all of those things. And 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 I'll be helping people to draw the similarity to why they want to, um, how they can live their best life and and why you should believe some of these things because they're basically all saying the same thing. And so tell me what you, I'm going to quiz you real quick, 30 seconds. The secret to the secret, we talked about it's the law of attraction, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. the... Uh, thoughts become things mm-hmm. in its simplest form. Mm-hmm. Um, they reference, you know, Beethoven, you know, uh, Plato, Einstein, all mm-hmm. these individuals who who knew the secret. Mm-hmm. And, and they actually go as far as to say that if you apply the principles of the secret, you can basically create whatever life you want. Mm-hmm. They say that yes. in this book. I felt like this book was amazing. This book, Deepak's book, combined with The Secret, this is really a practical guide to the fulfillment of your dreams is what he says beneath the seven laws. And so I'm going to let you tell me a little bit, Martha, about The Secret. What was your key learnings? And then I'm going to share with the audience why and how this book, as well as The Seven Habits, the first two of The Seven Habits, I think will help them to achieve the life that they want. So tell me what you learned or what your key takeaways were from the secret and how you're applying them in your life. Yeah. So I, it was, um, it was a good reminder about, um, you know, kind of getting back in touch, um, with the, I feel like the overarching, you know, goal. It doesn't give you the practicality, which I think the seven successes of, um, spiritual law, seven spiritual laws does, but, um, the idea that you have to ask, um, you have to believe, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to s- believe before you see type thing. And then you have to be prepared to receive. And I and I think that, you know, I think everybody is, is different. But I know for me, it's a lot easier for me to give than it is to receive. And so you can see how in the secret reminds you, reminds you of how you can be imbalanced and you can, you know, uh, upset the universe with your imbalance in terms of, um, you know, I think everything in your life should be um, with alignment. And um, it's it's whether you're looking at it from the biblical or not, it, there's um, definitely a very clear understanding for me as to what was wrong. What life. was wrong in your life? In my life. Mm-hmm. So... What I loved about the the secret, and then I'm going to move on to um, how I how I think what the secret talks about is that thoughts are magnetic. Mm-hmm. It talks about this broader universe. Again, whether you are a believer in anything, any one spiritual being or not, it talks about the universe, and the universe is made up of energy, mm-hmm. and it, it brings in a number of metaphysical mm-hmm. truths. Uh, you know, the law of nature, right? You mm-hmm. think about the law of gravity. No one disputes the law of gravity, mm-hmm. right? Electricity just kind of happens based mm-hmm. on fundamental laws of physics. Right. 
And so basically they're aligning this law of attraction to the law of physics in a metaphysical way by saying the universe is made up of energy. We as human beings are made up of energy as well. And we have a conscious um, application that we're able to be intentional. I think we're going to shift the break to probably about 10 more minutes, Mike, um, just so that we can leave the audience with some specific things to percolate on. And so, again, if if you believe that the universe is this broader creation of energy and we're part of the universe, what the secret says is you can tap into the infinite possibilities. You can tap into the power, this law of attraction, by being positive, thinking positive, doing positive things, acting as if what you want to create has already occurred, visualizing it. They talk about the, the Olympic athletes who... Mm-hmm. Through scientific research, all these things have been proven like mm-hmm. a thousand times over. So if you need more proof, we can, you know, mm-hmm. we, there, there's tons of research references in my book as well. But mm-hmm. there's thousands of years of evidence to back this up. So I'm going to move past. Belief is mm-hmm. what you said. Mm-hmm. Understand the source of your power. And then what I love about Deepak's book is he actually tells you what you need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. Right? I think a lot of people are nervous about Deepak. I have a little crush on him. <laughs> if Oprah's my godmother. He's my godfather uh, of, of my spiritual journey. He's um, just, um, we couldn't, I love his voice. Mm-hmm. It's very soothing. Um, but it's not an easy read. I think on our show yesterday, you talked about how oh when you God. first listened yeah. to, I said, oh, <laughs> it's such an easy listen. It's an hour and 40 minutes on Audible. One hour and 59. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think it's so easy. Just listen, and you're gonna love it. Yeah. And and, and oh you and then I then I had to go. I went and buy you the book because I was yeah. like, I, I think so hearing and seeing it kind of all helps. But when you first listened, you said something about when you were listening to Law One, and uh-huh. you got to. Well, he said, and then Law Two. He's like, and I was like, wait, what was Law One? <laughs> I couldn't. It was the first time that I I just wasn't following. I felt like he went. From like stories and then he would kind of go, I, I, I just. So it's deep people is what she's is trying deep. to say. Yeah. So law one was literally the first. It was the last of the laws that I um, was able to fully embody. Mm. It's my favorite, though. So the reason my book is going to be so powerful is because I'm just a sister girl from the South. So I have ADHD. So it allows me to take 100 books and to synthesize the information and serve it up on a platter mm. for the good <laughs> of all mankind. You like that? Yes. I do. <laughs> I'm I just do. saying. So what I truly love about this is he also talks about laws. The secret talks about this one law, this law of attraction. It's found foundational to what he talks about. If you look through, I actually went through and I started tabbing every place. He, he references something that is also talked about in the secret. And so what he talks about, this is Deepak, by the way. He says, when we understand the laws, these seven spiritual laws of success, this practical guide to fulfilling your dreams, you can create anything you want because the same laws of nature that are used to create a forest, a galaxy, or the human body can also bring about the fulfillment of your deepest desires. Wow. It's deep. It's all true, by the way. So I'm like, I'm living this life now. The life that he talks about, I'm actually living it. And that's why when I was writing the second book and, and I, my, my first radio show that I started, like I said, 22 months ago, it ends in June. Mm-hmm. So 
my book is done. Mm-hmm. It's super exciting. Our journey, our dreams, the art and science of being aware and getting there is done. So book one is done. I could be done. But then as I was in prayer and meditation, mm-hmm. the Lord said, you're not quite done yet. Mm-hmm. Right. My purpose is to, to clarify to all that it really is bigger than me. It's bigger than all of us. Mm-hmm. And so I, I get the opportunity to now continue this journey um, until book number two is done. And I'm about 50% through book number two. This is just, the books are writing themselves, mm-hmm. basically. So it's my lifetime of learning being encapsulated in a way that, again, we're talking about what you're going to learn and how. There's never enough time. We're already halfway through this show, and I kind of wanted to set some ground grounding um, let me know when Dr. Tart joins Mike. And so what I wanted to do is to clarify, he believes what everyone else in, I'd say the, I don't know, 40 of my top 100 books have very similar themes in that you can create the life you want, the power of your unconscious mind, the power of habit, the seven habits of highly effective people. The first two habits in this book are around being proactive mm-hmm. And starting with the end in mind, if you don't know how that relates to the secret or creating your best life, basically, if you start with the end in mind and you have a goal, I want to, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, be a better parent. I want to be a better wife. Mm -hmm. I want to start a business. I want to write a book, right? Start with the end in mind and then be proactive. Take actions and assume that the world will help you, that the universe, that things will align, that as you put your intention into the universe, things will support your goals and your desires, your focus. It's about that intention, focus, and consistency. We talked about that yesterday, right? Yeah. Being intentional, clearly focused. Dr. Tart talks about having, you know, that image um, and that's important, too. I think most Tony Robbins and all those guys actually talk about the same thing, right? Having an image mm-hmm. um, uh, in your mind about what you want to create. So being proactive, the seven habits of um, highly effective people, being proactive and starting with the end in mind. What I love about the way he talks about the, uh, this concept of paradigm shifting is basically he says it's really recreating your paradigms. It's, char- it's, it's paradigm re creation or shifting, mm-hmm. rewriting a paradigm. So most of us have believed some certain things in our life. Mm-hmm. And basically he's saying, believe something else. Believe that you have the power to create your own existence. But when you're trying to do something big, yes, and you got to think bigger than what I think a lot of people think. They think more on scarcity and limitations. Totally. And if you are trying to do that, you got to also remember, remember the bank account analogy. You can't go in and take withdrawals without some deposits. So you got to think win-win. The law of giving. Oh, so, yes. So basically, yeah. again, these laws are all connected. They're so all the connected. win-win, mm-hmm. right? And first lo- thing to understand, then be understood. Okay. All connected. Okay. So we're going to now, as we before we go into our first commercial break, we're going to talk really quickly about the seven laws of spiritual success. We've already told people about the secret to the secret. Just believe. Believe. Um, I actually started a nonprofit organization called Made It Now. It's mm-hmm. making a difference every day, M-A-D-E, it, through intentional thinking. I say information technology because there's an app for everything. <laughs> and something I call intuitive theatrics. 
Fake it till you can make it. Okay. Just believe if you what we're asking you to do today and as a part of this show and as a part of this book, if your life is not where you want it to be, if you're not feeling truly fulfilled, I mean, I, I left Microsoft making $200,000, mm. right? And I wasn't fulfilled. I knew that there was more for me. Mm. And, you know, while I was there, that's a whole nother show we won't talk about, you know, <laughs> but while I was there, I had amazing leaders mm. who believed in my pursuit of wanting to create an adaptive and inclusive culture where everyone could thrive. Wow. Right. They wanted that for me. I created something called the Adaptive Leadership Equity and Inclusion Initiative. Mm -hmm. And the the, the challenge was in the application of it. Mm -hmm. Like I had leaders say, this is exactly what we should be doing. But I also heard them say, we're not there yet. Like, so this is progressive. So the book Bigger Than Me is it's beyond the basics. It's like a master's course in being your best self, Mm -hmm. challenging yourself every day and creating the life you want and creating the community that you want, being impactful in the world, like dying joyfully, knowing mm-hmm. that you did everything you could every day to make the world a better place. Like, that's the life I'm living right now. That's the challenge that I'm putting out there with Bigger Than Me. It's pretty, it's, it's huge. Like, I endeavor to do great things. And what's really exciting about this is when you talk about success, I love Deepak's definition of success, and I'm going to say it again. I think I've said it in most of my shows, but success in life could be defined as the continued expansion of happiness mm-hmm. and the progressive realization of worthy goals. Success is the ability to fulfill your desires with effortless ease. And he says, with the knowledge and practice of these spiritual laws, we put ourselves in harmony with nature. And we are able to create this abundance, right? This journey, because it's not a destination either. It's mm-hmm. a journey. If every day you woke up and you were closer to your goal, that's success. If, you're, if you know that you have something in your heart and, and you're not doing it, mm-hmm. that's where there's this anxiety. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. the world is in such a disconnected place so much that I think what we really want to do is to... What we really need to do. I don't know what we want to do, but <laughs> what we really need to do. That's Dr. Tart's sign. Hold that up real quick as we as we transition to our first break. Um, basically, Dr. Tart came to visit us, and mm-hmm. what she um, left us was this. So be the change that we need to see. Be the change that we need to see. And right now, as we go into the first commercial break, again, we're going to come back, and we're going to be very intentional and sharing what you need to create good health, energy and enthusiasm for life, fulfilling relationships. I love it when he talks about creative freedom, Mm -hmm. emotional and psychological stability. Don't we all need a little bit of that? How many times (laughs) have you started out enthusiastic about something and then something or some things and some people kind of got in your way? You got distracted. So we're going to come back and tell you how to stay focused. Again, this is... My life's work. This is a journey and it's a challenge. So I'm going to ask each of you as we go into this first commercial break to think about something that you want to achieve. And then when you come, we come back, we're going to help you to get there. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me. And with the first, the next promotion you're going to hear is a quick overview of this program that we're doing in the community, building leaders of tomorrow through community leadership today. And you're going to hear some voices of youth who've been through the National Black MBA Association's um, Leaders of Tomorrow program. And then you'll hear some of the some other youth who've been through other parts of this 
community initiative. This building leaders of tomorrow through community leadership today. So just listen in and then we'll come back in and get right back into how you can become the best you that you can be. What is community? A unified group of people? How unified is your community? You can help yours today. Join the movement. In conjunction with the Black NBA Association of Seattle, we are presenting Building Leaders of Tomorrow through community leadership today. It's a blessing upon my life, my brother's lives, my mom's life, and it's, it's led us to a better place in our life. It encouraged Chase to want to be actively participating in LOT. I, I really love the Case Park LOT. Um, this is my third year. My first year, I was alternate. My second year, last year, when I presented, it, it, it really helped. Come one, come all at New Holly Neighborhood Campus, The Gathering Hall, 7054 32nd Avenue South, Seattle, Washington. Learn and discuss three strategic directions, personal and professional connections, cultural and historical connections, home and school connections. I know for a fact that all of my students would be up at least two to three reading levels by the end of the school year. It, they took the course. I've definitely seen a difference in DeAsia as far as school goes. I think it would be of value to any parent to uh, sit through the videos. They didn't take very long. The book isn't a huge book. It's not like 500 pages. Um, so I think any parent would uh, glean something from it. That's full of responses. The homeschool connection appears to be a program that can be effective as a parent orientation in any educational setting. Remember, Let's make a lasting change for future generations. Thank you very much. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me, and I'm super excited. Again, this is my second radio show with the Hubbard family. I just concluded, or I'm about to conclude, um, my first radio show um, with them. And it's, it was called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And um, that work has been part of the New Urban Unlimited radio family. I'm now producing my own show, which is this one. Uh, it's bigger than me because I started the first radio show to complete my first book. And I think we have Dr. Tart on the phone. Yes. Dr. Tart. Book number one is done. Hey, Dr. Tart. Yes, indeed. Oh, my. <laughs> you, I am so excited. I am so excited. <laughs> you, you've been such an amazing part of that. I've had you on my first radio show, I don't know how many times, but I think it was like 12. And so your contribution to the book, because again, every radio show is basically a representation of something I've written in the book, content and learnings that I didn't want to wait to share. That was kind of my whole point. Like I want to live every day intentionally helping others. If that's my purpose in life, I'm not going to wait till my book is written, right? I'm creating, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we. First and third Saturday of the month, we were here in Hubbard Radio and, and bringing wisdom, bringing intellectual empowerment, bringing inspiration, um, uh, bringing people's stories, having people come tell their stories about how people can be their best selves. And, and, and that's part of what we're doing in this show as well. But I'm so excited to have book one done. Book Absolutely. one. And we did it through being intentional. Mm-hmm. We, we did it. Dr. Tart, book number two now. It's bigger than me. When you think about what we have the ability to do with this community work, I'm going to have you do a quick introduction of your focus. I know you're a doctor. What's your doctorate in? Um, and then how you're going to help with the work that we're doing as a part of building leaders of tomorrow through community 
leadership today? Well, my doctorate is in pastoral counseling, and that was very critical to me because being in psychology for the better part of my life, um, wanting to reach out. Dr. Tyre, are you on a speakerphone? You're not uh, as sounding as clear as you normally do. No, I'm, I'm not. I, hold up. Okay. So while you get your sound quality slightly improved, we were going to say that again. Okay. Okay. There, can you hear me better now? Yes, much better. Okay. So what I want you to understand is that, um, uh, oh, I have my doctorate in pastoral community counseling, and one of the reasons that I wanted to go that route is because um, it's imp- uh, imperative that we recognize the significance of uh, getting across the message of the soundness of mental health. And being um, um, lead, the new initiative that we're undertaking in terms of um, leaders of tomorrow, it's important for us to understand that the wholeness of us, I've heard you say so many times how you have embraced um, your, your, your differences, you've been intentional and direct uh, as it relates to your gifts and how you've used them, regardless of however it may have been uh, labeled by someone else. You've used them in a way that it has given, uh, truly, in my opinion, God all the glory. But more, mm-hmm. And as importantly as that, you're giving back to the community in a way mm-hmm. that is so critical to be able to give, um, to, be, uh, to be able to, to without, the, with, without the expectation that somebody is going to do the same for you. But because mm-hmm. you give from your heart, you truly mm-hmm. give from your heart, mm-hmm. then it comes back and, and mm-hmm. fades as, it, as, as mm-hmm. intentional as you have given, it will come back to you. So that's it's, one of the things that I think is so important. Here. I love that, Dr. Chart. And, and as we get back to the seven laws of spiritual success, what I just heard you say is something that Deepak talks about in his book. So he does have seven laws. And law one, which Martha found to be um, <laughs> interesting to digest, it was the hardest one for me to implement. I got what he was saying. As a matter of fact, when I first saw this book, it was about 10 years ago in a dentist's office or something, and I picked it up. And I landed on the page that it talked about silence and how basically, you know, it said something about through silence, um, you know, the, the basically, let me just flip to the exact page. It was in applying the law of pure potentiality. And he defines the law of pure potentiality as um, you can put it into effect um, in a number of different ways. But the law of pure potentiality is basically the same as the secret, right? They're basically saying you can create the life that you want. You can create your own, you know, your own reality. And so mm-hmm. what, I, what I love most about, um, he basically says, whether you're trying to um, create this reality or not, you are. Um, mm-hmm. And so what I love most is he basically defines how you put this law into motion. Okay. You must get in touch with the field of pure potentiality by taking each, taking time each day to be in silent, to just mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone with ADHD being yeah, silent is not something that I was accustomed <laughs> to. And I'm like, I'm all about tapping into the laws of pure potentiality. You know, mm-hmm. I, get, I believe everything you said about, you know. Um, and doesn't he say like that's when... I don't know if you're going to talk about that part, but that's when you can receive. Totally. Totally. But again, I just stopped there. (laughs) You know, when I picked up the book and was like, ooh, I got to, you know, it was, 
Me too. By taking time each day to be silent, to just be. It says, I will sit alone in silent meditation at least Mm -hmm. twice per day for approximately 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. So I say all this to say for anyone who wants to find the, um, to basically find, live out the seven habits of effective people, but really to live out this law of attraction, to really live out this secret, he's basically telling you how. So he's not just saying, oh, by the way, it can happen. That's what this book does. He's saying this is how you do it. So the law of pure potentiality basically says sit in silence, in silent meditation at least twice a day for approximately 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. It also says I will commune with nature, and that's one of my most favorite things to do. We started today's show, Dr. Tart, talking about how beautiful it is today in Seattle. And just as you're driving in, you know, my challenge is always to people to, you know, just sit in silence. Your I can in- believe that it's really, really beautiful there. It's beautiful in Florida, too. Yes. Um, and he what says, you just said, Tracy, yes. is that I, I, it was just so exciting to hear you say that because you said it was like, what? I can't do that. Or you did say, I can't do that. But that's what you're saying. How mm-hmm. can I How can I do that? And, and the point that I want to make is that it's an effort. It's a deliberate effort. It takes, it is, it is some work. We it have is. such, we have so many old behaviors that that um, we dismiss the very point that he's trying to make because we see it as um, something impossible or not even necessary for us to get whatever it is that we want. But in terms of really being mindful, being absolutely deliberate and purposeful, our thoughts, I mean, our um, uh, opinions and the way that we exercise them, that's, that's our sense of empowerment. And if we mm. handle them so carelessly, then we lose the very thing that we say that we're looking for. I love so it. It's, it's really, really important. I love it. And, 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 he, and he, he actually even goes further. So, again, law number one is how we tap into the, pure poten- the law of pure potentiality. And by that, he means the law of the secret. How do you tra- t- tap into this law of attraction? And, and for those who are spiritual, it's basically kind of the faith factor. Right. How do you actually activate that? And he's basically saying and he's not a believer. He doesn't believe in Christ. Per se. I think he might be a Buddhist, um, but he basically generically talks about spirituality in a way that says that talks about the, the metaphysical aspects. The universe is made of energy. We're part of that field of energy. And as we're intentional, what he says basically is by you know, tapping into silence, he tells us to commune with nature. And the third thing real quick is the practice of non-judgment. He basically says mm-hmm. to start each yeah. day in non-judgment. Not only are you going to be silent and just be, but you're going to let other people just be, right? And when you look at mm-hmm. his other laws, he has a law about a law of detachment. It's kind of connected mm-hmm. to the law of non-judgment. So mm-hmm. the law of detachment was the second hardest one for me. But once mm-hmm. I once I embrace that, it's like there's such freedom in it. So mm-hmm. freedom. There's freedom in the law of attachment. Detachment. detachment thank you. There's freedom mm-hmm. in the law of detachment, and there's power. And the law of pure potentiality. Like every day, I experience a miracle, and it's when I'm when I'm when I follow these laws. And again, one is the hardest one for me. I actually have to admit, two, three, two through seven. The law of giving is easy. Like mm-hmm. I'm a giver. I just that's kind of mm-hmm. who I am. And so the law of giving says the universe operates through this dynamic exchange. Giving and receiving are different aspects of the flow of energy. So in our willingness to give. That which we seek, we keep the abundance of the universe circulating in our mm-hmm. lives. I mean, didn't yes. you say that's what the secret is about? Mm-hmm. Give what you, you seek. Mm-hmm. 
And right. a like attracts mm-hmm. like. Like attracts yeah. like. So if you're like negative, it. you're going to bring in negativity in your life. Absolutely. And if you're positive, you're going to bring in positive. You're going to bring in. Yeah. So again, I just kind of want to make sure, you know, that again, the book that I'm writing, the second book that I'm writing, and this is also in the first book, but this concept of, you know, how all of these laws and how these things truly connect. So he's saying the law of giving, right? It's also the law of karma. Um, but what I love about this, Dr. Mm-hmm. Tart, you just said it's intentional. Yes, most assuredly. It is. It's deliberate, Tracy. If it's, it's, it's absolutely intentional. It's deliberate. It's it ha- focused. It has to be. And what I love about the way he talks about applying the law of giving, he basically says wherever you go, wherever you, whoever you encounter, give something. And, and one of the mm-hmm. things I do naturally, and it's mm-hmm. probably to a fault, is basically, he said, give a compliment, <laughs> a silent prayer, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. I can't, if yeah. I see something I like, I can't not say, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, like, it's just mm-hmm. kind of who, who I am. And, and I think it, 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 it has the reward mm-hmm. of, I'm going to move on to law number three really quickly because mm-hmm. I want to get them all in. But then he talks about uh, the law of karma, which is the law of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Again, the secret. The law of cause mm-hmm. and effect, the law of attraction, the law of cause and effect says every action generates a force of energy. We know that's a physical law as well mm-hmm. that returns to mm-hmm. us in like kind. What we sow is what we reap. When we mm-hmm. choose actions that bring happiness and success to others, the fruit of our karma is happiness and success. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, we know that. Yes, ma'am. May I just please? Uh, share with the audience an, an example. When I was there in Seattle and we were out and about and talking, and it didn't matter where we went. When you spoke to people, they were so open. You, it was, and, 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 and I, it was, it was, it was crazy. Open, not pretentious. <laughs> it was crazy. So I'm, I'm glad you witnessed we, it. Like we had a miracle you, 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 every we place. At, you, we were in, we were at Pipe's Peak, y'all. That was just so cool. Anyway, you were just talking to the people there, and they were just so open and so receptive. Okay, hold, hold absolutely beautiful. Let's go to the I'm Edgewater sorry, Hotel. Yes, yes. No, yes. every, when I say, I, the reason I this radio show was, was required is, again, I came out of prayer and meditation, and, and, and um, he, he, made, he made it very clear to me that, um, go ahead. So he made it very clear that my next step my job i work for you that's what he said tracy you work for me basically this show this book do what Mm -hmm. i have what i put you on this earth to do have you ever Mm -hmm. heard of um this concept of ikigai it's like this 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 japanese um concept of you know find what you love to do and a need in the universe and when those two things come together it's like you Mm. know purity you know it's like your your reason for being and so I found yeah. my reason for being it's in these two mm-hmm. books. So my 2020 vision, he's already shown me. I have two best-selling books. One is mm-hmm. called Our Journey, Our yeah. Dreams, The Art mm-hmm. and Science of Being Aware and Getting There, Volume 1. Because, again, it's, mm-hmm. there's so much more to talk about, but there's tons that are just ready to blossom, ready to, ready to, to help others in a very simple mm-hmm. way. No matter where you are in your life, there's something. Mm-hmm. And even something for you to, more for you to do, more for you to, life for yeah. you to um, fulfill why you were truly put on this earth um, mm-hmm. is really what that first book is about. Um, and then this bigger than me is really more about um, a higher level of accountability for not just being your best, but helping others to be their best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Build, being part of a community that is moving things you know, in a different direction. You know, being part of the mm-hmm. National Black NBA Association, we've actually hosted 
the national think tanks, the 200 participants, local think tanks, 30 years of research, and, and the numbers are not in our favor. And so we could decide to, to, to lament on the fact that, you know, our community is not where we want it to be. Or we can say, here's what I'm going to do about it. I'm going to create a framework to help others get to the next level. So when this economic empowerment, this intellectual empowerment is around, how do we get our community to think differently? I wish Mm -hmm. someone had told me half of these things when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine Mm -hmm. being able to provide this type of insight to to youth? It's it's outstanding. So what I love about what you just said, uh, um, Tracy, is that what your journey, your your walk up to this stage in your life has been the stepping stone so that you, so it, it, it just only solidifies the passion, the, your genuineness. Right. Because you have, you have a story, not only that, you have a, 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 a vision and a direction that you're wanting to encourage others to know that's right there for them. Right. That, that's the beauty of just having our own story and being able in this stage in our lives to say, hey, look, it, it, it's bigger than us. Right. Let's go for it. Let's so, go for our planet. Some of our future shows will be call-in shows, which I'm really excited about. So it's not going to just be about sharing. I want to get some information out, get the first book out. You know, book number two is about 50% done already. But when you mentioned this law of karma and you said, hey, every place we went, there was some miracle. It was crazy. So we stayed it at the was. Edgewater. Like, I wanted you to have this beautiful view. The Edgewater is this mm-hmm. famous hotel in Seattle over the water where the Beatles stayed. Right? Mm-hmm. And I paid... And it was gorgeous. Yeah, right. And, and National Black NBA Association, Association is a um, nonprofit organization. So part of that was funded by them. But most of it was funded by me because I wanted you to come and have a good time. And I wanted I it to be that. an amazing mm-hmm. experience. And we got there and I was about to upgrade you again. Right. Because of the timing. Mm-hmm. And when you got there and the whole room thing and we got there and they gave us a free upgrade. Upgrade. Wow. They did. Mm-hmm. Every place we went, there was something mm-hmm. amazing that was just happening. And it was, mm-hmm. it was just, it was amazing. And so as Deepak talks about applying the law of karma or cause and effect, he basically says, and this is what we're asking the audience to do, is today I will witness the choices I make in each moment. In the mere witnessing of these choices, I will bring to my conscious awareness the yes. best way yes. to act, the best choice to make. Mm-hmm. That to me is how I kind of want to end today's show is on this concept of choice making, mm-hmm. right? We make choices. Like the law of karma says, we get to choose. And then the way he mm-hmm. ends this, he talks about you know using your heart, like using your heart as a guide to make sure you're making the right decision, to make sure um, you know if there's a question as to whether you're living your best life, you know if you are or not, right? You you wake up fulfilled mm-hmm. or not. There's a burning dream in your life, and you're either every day moving in that direction or not. So, Dr. Tart, what do you tell your clients when it comes to choice making, right? We're saying, how do you live your best life? Be mindful of your choices because our thoughts and our feelings are directly correlated. And I ask them to be deliberate about where they want to go. Be purposeful and give yourself permission. That's what I tell them because that's my Mm. favorite word permission give themselves permission to believe it and that's it's their choice it's absolutely their choice i love that and so the other choice that we're going to be asking our audience to do is choose to support the work that we're doing right we absolutely. are a nonprofit absolutely. organization this work is happening to change the community and so miss martha i know you, we're, we're the national black nba association seattle chapter is posted 
as a part of this Give Big mm-hmm. 2019. Can you tell the audience a little bit about it and how they can find us and support us? Yes. So Give Big has traditionally been supported uh, by I think Seattle Foundation for several years. So uh, how do people, what, what's the name of, what's the website? It's, um, so it's uh, givebig2019.org and then it would be um, NB, National Black MBA Association. So MBAA. Is, is it spelled out all the way? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's not spelled out, but I'm just, so they'll remember the actual, um, you know, acronym. I thought I, I thought so I, NBMBA and then, um, Seattle. That's perfect. So you're going to look for the National yeah. Black MBA Association. And you don't have to be black and you don't have to have an MBA, which is MBA, Masters mm-hmm. in Business Administration, not the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how you can support us. And, and again, this show is designed to uplift, help each person listening to be their best. We're going to bring information every Sunday at 3 o'clock on KKNW. Um, we want to also connect on these themes of positive psychology. If the mission of the organization for Black MBA is to inspire, but really to economic and intellectual empowerment, right? That's going to come through Absolutely. each of us telling our story, stimulating um, thought, uh, but bringing these proven insights. All Again, there's lots of information mm-hmm. that we will be bringing to you. But again, we need your support. And so and the, the one thing you can do. Donations are tax deductible. We are a 501c3. We are a 501c3. And... Um, yeah, so in in the funds are going towards this community initiative, right? So mm-hmm. to be able to uh, uh, launch and support um, all of these partners in terms of getting it, off. It's it's exciting. It's exciting. Now. So we actually started, we actually had an event recently. In the next mm-hmm. show, we're going to have some clips from that. Mm-hmm. Um, the community was so engaged, and it was stopping the school-to-prison pipeline is one of our initiatives, right? How do we help youth? Uh, we're also helping seniors and veterans and, yes. and, and our most vulnerable population, bringing them together with those of you who are most privileged, right? Mm-hmm. Those of you who have it to give. I mean, most people at Microsoft have a, um, uh, a surplus of income. I mean, they right. pay quite well. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I ended my career with them making $200,000 mm-hmm. and feeling um, like there was still more for me to do. And so Right now, again, this show is my purpose in life. My show, my purpose, my life, my book that I'm writing is really about, you know, it's bigger than me, right? It's really about helping each person be their very best. And so my words of encouragement for each of you is each day do one thing to move closer to whatever your goal is. And remember, you being your best self can help others, help our community. Mm -hmm. We can all make the world a better place. Yes. Remember, it's bigger than me, bigger than all of us. Thank you, Dr. Tart, for joining us. Be the change you want to see. (laughs) Okay.